0: Da 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 April. And we usually do serious business Monday through Friday from uh, 9 to 10 each night. Uh, some serious, some less serious. We talk about history and we talk about economics. We talk about the weather. First one thing and another. Last night we were very nostalgic and we talked about hitchhiking, thumbing. But if things go along alright and there's no, no heavy duty stuff, on, we, we relax on Friday night. Thankful that we made it through another week and thankful that uh, a weekend is right ahead of us, and my impression is that it's going to be a really nice weekend weather-wise, so we, we need to unlax a little bit here, and so we play trivia on Friday night, and uh, it's going to be a kind of potpourri trivia tonight with one particular theme uh, dominating the others, but we'll have something probably for everybody. If you, if you read, we'll have a... Uh, name the author kind of thing. we We might have some some movie quotes for you tonight, uh, but uh, the the real theme of of the show uh, is uh, has to do with something, and I've always enjoyed this day every year over the many years that I've done this show. Uh, tomorrow is May the first, and the longest continuously held sports event in the United States of America is the Kentucky Derby, and it will be run tomorrow. They've been running it since, uh, I think, 1875. Haven't missed a time, they said. Uh, I didn't get to do this last year because I I were in a recuperation hospital. So I'm looking really forward to doing it tonight. And one way we're going to set the tone, uh, and then we'll have some trivia for you, and you can call us up and tell us the answers, and maybe along the way we'll learn something, have some pleasant conversation, and kind of feel good on this particular Friday night. Brittany, our producer, is there. And she told me she found this song. So we're going to listen to Dan Fogelberg from 1982 celebrate the running of the Kentucky Derby. Brittany? on wobbly knees with mama beside you to help you along you'll soon the Run for the Roses out there and uh, get back to the radio program if, if we can. That's Dan Fogelberg from 1982 and the story of a little horse that's born with aspirations to make the Run for the Roses. And as I said, the Kentucky Derby, which is indeed the Run for the Roses, is the oldest continuously held sporting event in the United States history, held continuously every... Uh, well, uh, uh, Last year it was held a little bit later, but it's usually held on the first Saturday in May, and it's one of three races uh, that compose what is normally called the Triple Crown. So let's make the first trivia question that you have to tell us, um, what are the three races that compose the Triple Crown? And uh, and after that, we'll maybe have some other questions uh, about the, the different races, and also I'll probably ask somebody, if you know, well, make this a separate question. Of the three races in the Triple Crown, you would have to know what they are. You'd have to be able to answer that other question, but that's a separate question. Which is the longest and which is the shortest? Okay. 919 as our area code, 860-9783 is the number. 860 and then 9783, if you have letters on your telephone, works out to be our call letters WPTF. 860-WPTF-919 with 919 as the uh, the area code. Tom Kearney here on WPTF. We've asked you a couple of questions. Tell me the three races that compose the Triple Crown. We've already given you one of them. It is um, typically has, uh, after the Indy 500, uh, the highest attendance. Normally it's about 150,000, and I think they say the Indy race has usually about 225, 250,000 in Indianapolis at, uh, on Memorial Day or thereabouts. But they think that maybe they'll allow, because of the pandemic, uh, maybe it's 40000 $50,000, i am sorry. I've got to check. You may know if you do, call me up and tell me exactly what time the race. The race is normally uh, sets off at about 6.30 Eastern time, which would be 5.30 in Louisville, Kentucky. But I think some commentator today said it would be run at noon. So don't get confused. I'm confused, and I don't want to confuse you, but I'll see if I can look it up somewhere during the program tonight. As I say, that was Dan Fogelberg. We've got you a couple of questions to answer. You can queue up. That is, get in line to talk to us and answer our questions, and all we're looking for is maybe an answer and some pleasant conversation on this Friday night, April 30th, 919-860-9783. We'll be back. Derby and we're going to have some more but just so everybody will have something to, to work on tonight I, I put a few other questions from other areas in there and uh, so I, I thought I would uh, tell you when they are I also wanted to give you the schedule of the Triple Crown as I have it today uh, tomorrow will be May 1st and the first Saturday in May is when it is typically held in Kentucky the second race uh, will be held on uh, two weeks later which is typically the distance it's kind of a one-two-three formula. You're on the first Saturday, two weeks later, and then three weeks later, one, two, three, and the third week will be held uh, on June fifth. And I'm not telling you any more because I want you to tell me what are the, what are the name of the of the other races in the Triple Crown. That's one of the the, the trivia questions. And where they are held, which race is the longest and which is the shortest uh, along the way. Also. Uh, Let's see, I, I think I have a literary question here I can ask somewhere. Uh, I'm going to tell you the name of three books, and you, you have to tell me who have written them. It will be three different authors, and if you if you don't know all three, you can still attempt the question and take the one or two that you know and leave the other one for someone else to answer uh, along the way. Okay, I'm going to give you three books, and you have to tell me uh, who uh, who wrote those books. One, the title of it is Animal Farm, a very famous book published right after World War II. Animal Farm. Who wrote Animal Farm? Book number two is called The Killer Angels. It's about a really good piece of American history. In fact, uh, it's about, uh, no, I won't tell you that. You'll have to tell me who the killer angels are. You don't have to do that. If you can just tell me who wrote the book, that's really what I'm interested in. And number three is this question, if you want to take it is a book called The Stranger. It's published by a foreign person, as a matter of fact, a guy who was born in Algeria and who was regarded as a Frenchman. I want to know what his name is. Nobel Prize winner, by the way, so he's he's justly well known. Uh, 919 is the uh, area code 8609783. We have a couple of guys on the line, members of our radio family, who uh, believe they know the answer to something about the Kentucky Derby uh todd are you going to be first tonight yes i am tom
1: good evening good evening
0: how are you tonight
1: i'm doing just fine doing just fine good
0: Good, i'm glad i i never expected you knew
1: anything about horse racing but you continue to surprise me after all these years well think about it it's like you know some knowledge gets into my brain even after all these years it just kind of accumulates
0: well i'm just i was really thinking i bet you're not a a, a, a lot of people are gamblers and so on. I'm not a gambler myself, but I, I know about it, so I'm being unfair.
1: But what question are you going to answer tonight? Well, I'm going to answer the question about the the two remaining fields uh, of the uh, Triple Crown, and that would be uh, the Preakness and the Belmont Stakes.
0: Okay, and what? what
1: just just
0: for the sake of, uh, well, no, I won't do it. it. Would be unfair to spread it out too far, too far because uh, we have a uh, Anthony is waiting. And if you, if I give you all the answers, then he will have called in uh, uh, fruitlessly, and so on, and so on. But did, but did you, what did you say? Did you say the Preakness? Yeah, the pregnancy and the Belmont Stakes. And the Belmont Stakes. That's exactly right. And the Preakness is two weeks. It's scheduled this year to be run on May fifteenth, and the Belmont Stakes is three weeks later, scheduled to be run on uh, June the fifth. And I'm going to try to find out before, maybe while we're doing the halftime news or something. What time the Kentucky Derby will be tomorrow? Well, I hope you have a nice weekend. Re- reportedly, the weather is going to be good. It's going to be a little cooler than it has been, and it was really nice today. Uh, less cool than yesterday, and a, and a pretty good breeze out there. So it was nice just to to go outside. Not that I I went outside. I'm a, I'm an observer. I just keep an eye on things. But uh, anyway, thanks thanks, Todd.
1: Always good talking to you, Tom.
0: Okay, Todd, our the, the seed caller, as he often is. He's, he's quick to the mark. And right behind him, sometimes the seed caller himself, is Anthony from, uh, from
2: Broadway. Anthony, did he steal your thunder? Uh, no, he didn't, actually. Uh, he covered that quite well. Now, what I'm going to tell you is coverage of the Kentucky Derby starts tomorrow at 2.30 Eastern Time on NBC. But the post time, that's when they release the horses, 6.57 Eastern Time.
0: Well, now that's pretty close to what it usually is. But I, somebody today said noon, and I got confused. But that, it usually no. they've they've rut post time. is usually like six forty or six fifty, and, and it's getting later, by the way. And you said Yeah, I heard the same
2: thing you heard, and I immediately said, uh, "Your brain is not in gear before your mouth was put in the first place. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> well, I I feel a little less stupid then that I, that you noticed it too. But you did hear somebody say that, okay.
2: I did. I heard the same thing you did on some channel, which we will not mention on the air. Okay. Um, Now, um, the book title, and I've read this book, uh, George Orwell wrote Animal Farm. There you go. And he wrote one other famous... I can't remember whether it was 10th or 11th grade in high school, but I've read it. He wrote one
0: other famous book, too. 1984. 1984. 1984, yeah. Both of those are will, will be read forever, I'm sure, because they have to do with totalitarianism and the kind of thing that we had just got out of in World War II. Uh, do you know exactly. either one of the other two books? We had other, two other books. Uh, I'm
2: going to have to the, pass on those. I, I have not read them. Okay, The Stranger and uh,
0: The Killer Angels. Well, you ought to read The Killer Angels. I, I will tell you that. You should read that. Okay. It's a. It's actually about the Battle of Gettysburg. So you would, uh, and, it, and it's so. It's fiction, but it is so good that if I were a teacher, I would not. I would. I would assign it and say, just be careful. It's a little bit like, uh, what is the all the king's men? Is about Huey Long, and it is fiction too. But it's so close that if you read it, you really know the story of Huey Long.
2: Uh, Robert Penn Warren wrote that.
0: But thank you for calling tonight. It's
2: good to have you with us, okay? All right. You have a great weekend, and uh, stay cool, warm, or however it's going to be at your house.
0: I will. We're going to go hitchhiking again next week, so come okay, back. Okay, good deal. Okay, all right. Uh, Anthony from Broadway, which is near Sanford, but I think it's between Sanford and uh, probably Lillington, if I remember correctly. Uh, but in any event, uh, one of our we have a lot of listeners in that part of the world. This is WPTF-AMC. 680 and FM 98.5, the Tom Kearney show for Friday night, April 30th. And we are playing trivia, as we usually do on Friday night, and I've uh, put out some questions relative to the Kentucky Derby, Kentucky Derby, but also uh, so a literary question. Uh, I put out the titles of three books, and then we'll go back to the Kentucky Derby. And uh, Anthony answered one of them, and that is, who wrote Animal Farm? I want to know who wrote The Stranger or The Stranger, I uh, told you that he is a person who was uh, a native of Algeria. So I've given you a hint there. Won the Nobel Prize for literature for his work, and uh, also uh, Killer Angels. is uh, about a, an American military contest. We were talking with uh, Anthony about that. Nine one nine is the area code. Eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Relative to the Kentucky Derby, now, we've got the three races that are the Kentucky Derby. Which one of the three is the longest and which one is the shortest is what I want to know now. That's one question. That's a question, okay? Here's another question. There is associated with each of the three races a garland, I guess you'd call it, or a bunch of flowers. And you know from listening to Dan Fogelberg that the horses running in the Kentucky Derby are trying to get something hung around their neck that's made out of roses. Now, for the other two races, the Preakness and the Belmont Stakes, what is the flower that they're looking for? Okay. nine one nine eight six zero is the garland uh, hung around the neck of the horse after the Preakness uh, and, and the Belmont Stakes? And uh, somebody's got to tell me where these horse races are held. Somebody may have already told me, but the the Preakness is held in a particular place, and the Belmont Stakes is held in a particular place. In fact, a third question, it can be a separate question, and that is each of the races, when the horses are coming out, uh, a group of people, sometimes a boys' choir, sometimes the whole crowd, whatever it is, sings a particular song. There's one song at the Kentucky Derby. There's one. Sung at the Preakness, and not the same song, and one song at the Belmont. The song that's sung at the Belmont now has been the, the, the official song for about 24 years. There was another song before that. You don't have to tell me the older song, which has been vanquished, but if you do, you'll get really good vibes, okay? 919-860-9783, if you happen to know the song that you'll be hearing as the... Uh, uh, horses come out uh, at the Kentucky Derby, or at the Preakness, and uh, uh, at the Belmont Stakes. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Brittany, has anybody taken the line yet?
1: Not yet. Still waiting. Not yet.
0: Okay. Not yet. Okay. We we've got some uh, we've got some uh, uh, literary gems that you can name the authors to. Last week we had a good time with uh, with quotes, and I I forgot to tell. I think Al from Raleigh called. I should have asked Brittany. She might remember his name. And uh, we talked about uh, uh, a picture that had Gloria Swanson in it. That may be the. I, I was supposed to tell him an answer later that I that I didn't tell him, didn't want to tell him. I wanted somebody else to come up with it. Nobody did. But uh, the quote uh, that we, we had was All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close up. It's in a movie called Sunset Boulevard. Which was issued in 1950. The other star,
1: uh, in
0: addition to uh, Miss Swanson, was William Holden, and uh, uh, it's a very well-known clip. I, can, I told the story, as a matter of fact, that when I heard she had died, I thought I wanted to watch that night's news because whenever they show anything associated with her career, they show uh, that particular picture. <laughs> April thirtieth. Tomorrow will be the first day of May, the first Saturday in May, and tomorrow will be the day for the running of the Kentucky Derby. And uh, Anthony, I think, said that he had discovered that uh, a time that had been given out on some media outlets today was probably wrong, and that the 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 uh, gates so to release the horses so they can run the Kentucky Derby should open at about six fifty-seven tomorrow night, although. As always, coverage, and I think NBC has the contract to cover the Kentucky Derby now. We'll start uh, in the afternoon, and it'll be like minor League version of the Super Bowl when there's a lot of lot of interviews and a lot of coverage. But uh, for some reason, I've i I'm, I'm never been to a horse race, uh, but I've always been interested in what was going on there, and I do believe they are beautiful animals. And as I was telling someone, I have a picture of Secretariat on my wall, and sometimes when I Need inspiration, I get out the, the uh, film or the video or go to YouTube and watch Secretary run the Belmont Stakes that he won by 31 lengths. But right now, we have somebody threatening to answer a question here,
1: and it's, it is, uh, I believe, is it Henry? Are you there, Henry? Yeah, Tom, uh, I'm right here. Um, <clears throat> let me um, say, you mentioned the horse, but let me just say that I heard about a horse that weighed 1,200 pounds. Whoa. I mean, wouldn't that be horrible to think of something that weighed that much? Yeah. They're great animals, but um, what I'd like to try to answer is the question about the <clears throat> the author of The Stranger. Uh, <clears throat> it's kind of a guess on my part, but um, I think it was Albert Albert Camus, C-A-M-U-S.
0: You're right, it was Albert Camus, who was a uh, was born in Algeria and was a citizen, but at that time, Algeria was a French possession, and so... The way they had it set up then, if you were a citizen, if you were in Algeria, you were considered to be a French citizen, and so he sort of moved back and forth between Algeria and uh, and France. One of the the people who expressed or founded or whatever, along with Jean Paul Sartre, uh, what we call existentialism. He was killed in an automobile race when he was relatively young, as a matter of fact. But you're you're exactly right. Now, do you you want to take any the other question? I think we we want to know about killer angels.
1: No, you said that's about Gettysburg. I don't have any idea who wrote that. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um,
0: you should you should, if you haven't read it, you should read it. It's a it's a, if you if you're a reader. I don't want to bang anybody on the head. And and uh, are you up on any of the Kentucky Derby questions? Do you know? Uh,
1: <clears throat> no, I mean the little bit that I knew about the. Um, Horse races—that's <laughs> all been answered. I
0: mean, There's what I might guess. Okay. Well, maybe we'll draw somebody out of the woodwork who knows those answers. But it's good to hear you. voice tonight. You sound like you're okay. So take take care over the weekend. Okay. Thank you, Tom. Good night. Good night, Henry. WPTF's uh, Tom Kearney show. Got uh, to watch my clock tonight. Uh, uh, during the last half hour, the uh, I get to what I use for a clock is the the uh, computer clock from the National Bureau of Standards and it chose to synchronize itself right when I wanted and needed to know what time it was. It it periodically does that, where it gets itself back in order because they want to, it to be, I guess, exactly right. But if you want to answer one of our trivia questions, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF, I can tell I'm going to need to draw something else out. Uh, how about some uh, movie quotes trivia? I was starting to do that a little bit earlier and. Abandoned it in, in favor of talking about uh, Sunset Boulevard, a movie that uh, Billy Wilder directed with uh, William Holden and Gloria Swanson, and which can be recommended to you. But I'm going to give you three movie quotes from the American Film Institute's election of the top 100 movie quotes. Uh, number one will be an easy one. So, but but if you know one, do do one. But hopefully, you will all get all three of them. Number one is, "May the force be with you." May the force be with you. Secondly, fasten your safety belts. It's going to be a bumpy night. I remember that. I've, that's a movie I've seen a number of times. A woman says that. Fi- fasten your safety belts. It's going to be a bumpy night. And then, and I, I can't do it the way that it should be, but uh, this one is very well known. And it's a, a character, male character, saying quizzically, you talking to me? You're talking to me? And those who have seen the movie will certainly know what that is. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. We've got some books out that uh, need for us to tell you to tell us the the title. And uh, we've got some uh, questions about the Kentucky Derby. In fact, I, I dug out this. Let's see if I can find this. Uh, <clears throat> I mentioned tonight several times, because I have a picture of him on my wall, Uh, Secretariat, who was a Triple Crown winner. He won all three of the races that are part of the Triple Crown, the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont Stakes. And since he won it, since he won it, let's see, nobody's going to get this. There have been four winners, two not very long, in fact, uh, in succeeding years, that is one year and then another, not very long after secretariat, and then a long time before two more winners in relatively recent years. That is between, let's say, between 2010 and 2020, there were two winners. Let's see if you can name any of those. Let's see if you can name any of those. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven. That would give you four after secretariat is is the marker after secretariat. There were two horses in the 70s that won, and two in the years between 2010 and 2020. And I didn't tell you the the rule tonight, and I, I think most of our listeners know that you can't look the answers up. That is not permitted. You cannot use your device where you type it into your handheld device, your smartphone, or Blackberry, or whatever. You cannot use your computer, personal, Mac, or whatever. And you can't even get a standard old classic record book down off pay, on paper uh, with the answers to it. The world Almanac, for instance, would tell you the answers to these questions. but no, you have to know the answers and what I want to know is the any anyone see if you could if if our audience can come up with any one and perhaps there will be that person who can come up with all four. There have been four winners of the Triple Crown since nineteen seventy three two in the seventies. And two, between 2010, I'm not saying one, one in 2010, but but in the decade, the second decade, the uh, 21st century. Okay, there it goes. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. Maybe we're we're being too hard. Uh, Let's do a geography question. I love capitals, and I think you should know the capitals of all the states. So tell me. And we're going to the far northwest of the North American continent. We may have done these in parts sometime before. But what is the capital of Idaho? What is the capital of Oregon? And what is the capital of the state of Washington? The three states there together. See if you can come up with those. Idaho, Oregon, and Washington. And since it's a little bit up this coastline there, maybe you could come up with the capital of Alaska just to kind of throw some glory on yourself if you get the other three. one nine. 8609783919860wptf we've got some quotes out now some movie quotes we've got some book titles and we need authors we need the author of the, the killer angels maybe i should put a couple more books with that so that those who are readers will have something to uh, to name so the killer angels is one of the first 3 that i gave out the other two have been answered but let's see if you know a couple of other books uh the Naked and the Dead, a book that came out of World War II. Tell me who have written that book. Okay? The Naked and the Dead. And uh, also a book called Sophie's Choice, written by an American author. A man who had connections with NC State, by the way. 919 Sophie's Choice. Nine one nine eight six zero. 860 wptf 9783. Monday night coming up uh, next week. Uh, the Stamp and Coin guy Austin Maddox is going to be with us. And uh, uh, let me see here, who's coming up after that? Uh, I think uh, we're going to talk about old time radio one night. Sometime I get get inquiries sometime about why we don't talk about that occasionally, or or even play some of it. And I have nothing to do with whether it is is played or not. But we can can talk about it. I was a great fan of. Uh, Jack Benny Show, and Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar, uh, a lot of uh, the shows that were on radio in the golden age of radio, which was from the 30s through the 50s when when television sort of took over. So I think we're going to do that on Tuesday night. And next Thursday night, we're going to talk about the weather. Rod Gonski, who was with us about six weeks ago, will reappear and always have a lot of fun when he comes by. That's on Thursday night next week. Wednesday night, may or may not be a nostalgia night. If it is, we might talk about hitchhiking again, because we had a lot of fun last night talking about plumbing a ride. Okay, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. 860 Brittany, I'm assuming that since you haven't said anything, that we don't have any calls at this point. So I'll ask our listeners to queue up if they want to answer one of the questions that I've outlined in the last three or four minutes, and we'll take your calls right after this. Dale from Benton. Are you there? Is that Green Onions that we're listening to? It's Booker T. and the M.G.s. Booker T. and the M.G.s. All right. Okay. From Detroit, undoubtedly. Uh, uh, but but I, that was the name of that song. People are always telling me that's the one of our bumpers that they like. Well, how are you tonight, Dale? I'm very well. I hope you are. I am. I can't complain. Uh, you know, we were out of communications for a while. You knew I broke my leg last year, didn't you?
1: I so, remember you saying that. I hope you're doing okay. better now.
0: Because there was a period when we didn't talk very much, and Stephen and I became worried Became worried about you. Do you know the answer to any
1: any of our questions tonight? Well, I like uh, Sergeant Zelmo Zale on MASH when he was trying to get promoted, and he was competing with Klinger and uh, Radar, and Hawkeye and BJ were asking geography questions. Hey, uh, I can name the capital of Cleveland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is Zelmo Zale the one who was trying to eat
1: a jeep or something like that? No, that was Klinger. Oh, wow. Was that Klinger? Okay, all right. Anyway, uh, you're looking for as far as capitals are concerned. Uh, let's see: Washington, Olympia, Oregon, Salem, Idaho, Boise, and Alaska. Juneau.
0: Boy, you just
1: saved me from appearing to be a dope because I was
0: going to say Salem. I mean, Oregon was. I don't know why I was thinking, but it could be Eugene, but it isn't. It is Salem, isn't it? Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. I think you. I know. I think you're right. I, I realized it right away, but. Uh, I, I'm getting to the point in life where a lot of things that I've known for years, I still have to look them up just so sort of double check. Yeah, and make yeah, it does happen in Boise. And did you get the capital of Alaska? Juneau. Juneau. Do you know you cannot get or you, you used to couldn't get to Juneau by uh, road? You had to go by either airplane or water. There was uh, no highway. To, uh, you know, no, didn't know that. I think I. Read that somewhere when I was a great fan of a program called Northern
1: Exposure. I don't know if you ever saw that program, but it was a. I remember it, but I'll, 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 I never saw it. I never watched it.
0: Well, if you get a chance, it, it has a certain charm.
1: It's a little weird,
0: but it has a certain charm, and uh, and uh, th- that's the the result of that. Uh, I, I was trying to think of some obscure but not too obscure uh, state capitals uh, to throw in. I try to have a geography question or a question like, what's the capital of Hungary or someplace like that. and uh, that, uh, that You would have, get
1: me on that, but I would guess it would be Budapest. Budapest, right. That would be my guess.
0: Well, yes, and I, being a smart aleck, when we studied that in school, when I was in high school or junior high sometime, I, I t- it was my seventh grade teacher, I told her, I said they, it was called that because there was a place called Buddha on one side and a place called Pest on the other side. Little did I know that was right. I mean, I was being a nuisance is what I was doing, but, mm-hmm. uh, but I I stumbled into the right answer is what I'm saying. I and hope Stephen is doing
1: okay. What?
0: Yeah, he is doing okay. He was relocating himself this weekend, so he was, uh, I'm going to call him tomorrow and see if he made it. Uh, uh, he, I don't think he wanted to, but but he had to. Uh, but he lives in Huntersville now. So Right. And uh, we have a... But he's been on several times during the week. We've talked about movies and history and things like that. And he has asked about you a couple of times.
1: Well, believe anyway, well, it or not, my uh, significant other these days lives in Kernersville. Am I planning no, on seeing no, you tomorrow? He, he lives in Huntersville, and she lives oh, in Kernersville. I thought Kernersville. you Kernersville. I'm sorry.
0: I, well, no, I know where that is. I have thumbed there many times uh, because it's uh, you. I, I, when I was at Wake Forest, I, of course, had to get to Winston-Salem and, Right, uh, and sometimes the ride took me to uh, to Kernersville, which is a place I understand that you can buy a car these days. They've just they've emphasized that as a market for buying cars. It's it's but, a bustling little it's a bustling little place. Oh, it's going to grow because it's between those two towns. Yes, I mean, it, yes,
1: it, I believe it. I believe they, it. They, I see it every time I go up to see my uh, significant other. Okay. Yeah, well, she's 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 something else. I put up with a musician. You gotta have something special about you to put up with I've, a musician. Look, look. Yeah, I've, I've heard
0: about you musicians, and I'm not even talking you about that. You gotta watch time. out
1: for us. Yeah, <laughs> talk about
0: and what it is that all those girls seeing you musicians, I do not know. But it seems I it don't know
1: it. either. I wish <laughs> I knew. I wish I had it, but I don't. <laughs> that is the case. Well, be careful going up there. Okay, we'll do. We'll do. Thanks. Always great okay. talking with you, Tom. Have a great week.
0: Likewise. Thanks for joining us tonight.
1: My pleasure.
0: Long time listener, Dale from Benson. Uh, we, we, that allows us to, to make some specificity for him. Well, we've had uh, a decent turnout tonight, and uh, it's been interesting. I will remind you again that, that, that the Kentucky Derby's tomorrow, and uh, I can remember being in the Chicago airport one time changing planes, and I had to wait about an hour, and uh, I was sitting in a place watching the the uh, belmont getting closer and closer and about the time they were ready to run it i got a summons to go and get on the airplane or be left but i managed to kind of look over my shoulder and find out who won it doesn't take but about two minutes and, and so on but uh, i've gone out of my way a lot of times to see some part of the of the triple crown and uh, i hope uh I hope you will, if you see it, will enjoy it as much as I think I usually do. That's the program for tonight. Jim Croce, I hope, is standing in the wings, and if he is, he will give you our signature for tonight.
1: i